Good morning. Okay. And this morning, I will teach you different types of meditation. Okay. Um, you start with mindfulness of breathing for about 20 minutes to calm the mind first. When the mind is not calm, your awareness is not sharp. So 20 minutes to calm your mind first. After that, you lift the breath. Don't concentrate on the breath anymore. But try to keep your attention to the body. Then see whatever arises in the body. It may arise somewhere or here, tension here, or hardness, heat, tingling, or the cold, then rigid, the stiffness of the back, whatever you observe. You keep your mind blank, don't expect for anything, then keep your attention to the body and see whatever arises. Then if, if you feel this tension, then try to discern the four elements in the tension. The body is made up by four elements only. So whatever sensation arises in the body cannot go beyond four elements. For example, the pain. The pain can be excessive of the heat or excessive of the hardness or the excessive of the rigid, the roughness and so on. So you try to see the four elements, whatever sensation you arise in the body, try to investigate the four elements in that sensation. So can you repeat to me the four elements first so that you will not uh, listen wrongly. So first one is the earth. Wind. No, no. Follow the sequence. Earth, water, fire, and wind. Huh? Earth, water, fire, and wind. Okay. How many characteristics of earth element? Six. six. What are the six? Hard and soft. Yes. Smooth and Yes. Lightness and heaviness. Yes. Okay. Water element? Flowing and cohesion. Yes, flowing and cohesion. So cohesion, how you feel the cohesion when you sit like that? Sometimes you feel your body is very tight. This cohesion. Very tight, you see the binding force. <coughs> whenever you feel the tightness of the body, is cohesion, water element. And flowing, you can see the blood flow, sometimes the sweat flow, you know, flowing, sometimes the chi also flow. During meditation, there are chi flowing, you know, the heat also flowing. So if you feel the heat flowing, then you can listen both together. Chi flowing and water and fire together. Chi is chi is heat element. Flowing is water element. So if you can if you can feel the energy flowing, then you listen water and fire together two together okay so sometimes this is how you can listen your body at times some element 
because of the imbalance of the elements, then it appears very unpleasant to you. For example, when a hardness is excessive, it becomes very unpleasant. So it becomes unpleasant feeling. At that time, try to unpleasant feel. We have two types of unpleasant feeling. One is physical, one is mental. So the unpleasant bodily feeling also make the mental feel unpleasant. So you can look at your mental unpleasant feeling. Lift the body, then observe your unpleasant feeling mentally. Just know it. Unpleasant feeling has a reason in me. No, aware. Unpleasant feeling has a reason in me. This is called mindfulness. Mindfulness is without judgment. Please remember. Don't say unpleasant feeling is bad. You know, if your mind says unpleasant feeling is bad, then you are adding in the judgment of like or dislike. Then you are not meditating. You are reacting. React to the unpleasant feeling. Now, any reaction creates new karma. So we don't want for a practitioner. We don't want any reaction. But if the reaction does arise. Then watch that reaction, observe that reaction. If anger does arise because unpleasant feeling is so excessive, then just watch the anger and detach yourself from the anger. Anger is only mental factors; it's only effect of the cause. Before that, anger never arises. When you sit, then there's no anger. But when there's a when the pain becomes unbearable, then the anger arises. Arises. So anger is just an effect of a cause. So you must see the anger as an effect of the cause. It's not yours. Huh? Don't identify the anger with I. If you identify the anger with I, then you feel the suffering. Huh? So you suffer both. Physically and mentally, but if you can detach the eye with the anger, you only suffer physically, but not mentally. If you can train this skill in your life, then your daily life becomes so easy to handle, to cope with. So it's very important to train this skill, not to detach oneself. To disidentify oneself with whatever arises in your body and mind. Okay, so if you, if nothing happened to you, nothing clear to you, you go back to the breath. If something pop up, then just observe it, observe it without passing any judgment, without liking or dislike. Just like a doctor operating the patients, the patient's sensation. Doctor cannot feel the patient's sensation because it's not his. So also, you must train yourself like a doctor operating the patients. So whatever the patient feel, you are not affected. Initially, you are affected, but as you keep on practicing, gradually you can train your mind not to be affected by whatever arises in your body and mind. So. 
first 20 minutes, then discern the body. Uh, whatever arises in you, try to discern the four elements. You know? And as you keep on discerning the four elements, the four elements become very unpleasant. You feel that the oppression of the four elements, if, uh, if you observe long enough, you will feel the continuous oppression of the four elements. Then your mind, you know, feel the suffering. If you can feel the suffering uh, of the continuous oppression of the body that gives to you, then this is one type of insight. One type of insight. Uh. Buddha say, in order to free oneself from the suffering, you must thoroughly understand what is suffering in order to free yourself from suffering. So if you can understand the suffering nature of this body is the give you continuous oppression, then this is a good inside knowledge. Uh, then your mind starts to know the body is a heap of dukkha, a heap of suffering. Then your mind will start to lose attachment. Your mind will start to detach from the body. When there's detachment, there's happiness. Uh, when there's attachment, there is suffering. So because our time is very short, here only five days. So I think for you, you today you try to discern this four element. Then whatever reaction arises in your mind, uh, look at the mind. Leave the body. Because it's more important to see the impermanency and non-self nature of the mind rather than body. We can see the impermanent nature of the body, but we still cling to the mind. So let us train, uh, train ourselves to see the impermanency and the non-self nature of the mind. Uh, so if there's no reaction, no, no uh, any uh, uh, emotions or reaction from the mind, then just listen to the body. Okay? Any question? Yes. If you perceive a pulsing, mm. whether um, yes. pleasant or pleasant, is that water or, or wind? Just like a kind of wind. Wind. Is it whole body or only us? Uh, a certain area of the whole body? It could be both. But could it be a combination of yes. wind and water? Right, right. Right, right, right. Sometimes when you discern the four elements, you will see the particles, you know, like vibration, the many tiny, tiny particles vibrating in the body, the whole body. If you can reach that stage, it's very good. You understand the body is not solid at all. The body is, this vibration is, in fact, is arising and passing away. The whole body is arising and passing away. It's not solid at all. It's not static at all. It's at a state of flux. If you can reach that state, it's much better. Now, it depends on time. No? If you have enough time, then you can reach that state. Okay? Um, I'm kind of confused in the sense that mindlessness is not judgmental, correct? Mindfulness is. It's not judgmental, yes. And there's a thin line between 
detachment mm. and denial. Detachment and? And denial. And denial. To, to detach is to not associate with yourself. To deny is to not believe it's true, right? No, so that is different. It's different. Detachment, you believe is true also, but you detach to it. You detach from it. For example, unpleasant sensation is true, but your mind is just detached from it. It's, it's truly, it's really true. Pleasant feeling is also true, but it won't last only. It won't last long. But when it arrives at that moment, it's true. But if you keep on observing, you feel that it perish very fast. It vanishing very fast. So it is arising, uh, arising and passing away, arising and passing away. So how can a mind attach to something which is keep on arising and passing away? So gradually you will know how to detach from it because not worth clinging to it. Okay? to get what? Deny. She's trying to, she finds herself trying to deny that there's pain. Oh no. This call, you are escaping. No, no, no. Oh, that, but maybe the deny is more an aversion. Like, I'm really not in pain or this really isn't bothering me. Is that what you find your mind saying? Um, it's, how can I put it? It's both a personal and both a global type of perspective. Can you say something? In terms of um, looking at what's happening in the world right now mm-hmm. and seeing the lack of compassion mm-hmm. and, in effect, seeing that that has created pain and people not acknowledging the pain they're causing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's the universal model, not necessarily my own body. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, am I making sense? You are making sense to me. Um, I think you know when um, one of the teachings in Salik that certainly elaborated on is this notion of guarding the mind, because each of us are um, our own, our body is our best laboratory. I think to learn about the Dhamma and how things really are. Mm-hmm. And so when we go external to our our bodies, it's much harder to learn. And that was one of the teachings was the Buddha said, guard the mind and you know really work with your body. And so I do appreciate that externally there is a lot of um, there is a lot of pain and suffering and it can very for me it very quickly consumes my mind of how can this be and why do people do this to each other? And yet that just serves to cause confusion and really won't allow me, um, I find, to pursue and learn the Dhamma within my own body. So it's really important that I do guard the senses, you know, when I'm trying to learn about the body and just focus internally. So it's not denying it as much as it's, uh, it's essential. I was going to say it's selfish, but it's more than selfish. It's not, it's, it not only is it, I've come to think that not only is it not selfish 
to focus in on myself. It's actually very helpful for the rest of the world because if I can truly progress as a person, then I can be more helpful and effective to others. If I continue to be out there but not effectively be out in the world, then I'm not, I think, making a contribution that I could otherwise. Yes, very good, very good. So the 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 teaching, the practice of the teaching of the Buddha is look within, not look outside. Even people abuse us, you know, we look within, see our reaction, see our aversion, and let it come and let it go. I think just now you say it's maybe it's a suppression, the denial is a suppression of that pain. We can't suppress it. Suppress it, one day it pops up very aggressively, that worse. So you just accept it with equanimity, with equanimous mind. Nothing lasts forever. You know? Okay. Okay, and actually one more thing. I, I found this to be such a powerful lesson for myself. About 10 years ago, um, I had finally found this man that was just so precious to me and I adored him. And he died very suddenly. Um, we've known each other about six years, been married about three. And when he died, um, at first I could the feelings wouldn't even come out. And then finally I just began this word of I, I. And over a span of about four months, it ended up being I miss you so much. But in terms of this notion of being suppressed and being pushed down, it hurt so bad to get a hold of that feeling. But it also felt so good at the same time to get it out. And, and I've never understood the term wailing until I went through this experience. And I truly wailed these words because I hurt so badly. And um, I think that's probably um, was a more mature way than I historically had dealt with pain because I would have tended to suppress it and not get a hold of it and be afraid that it would hurt so much. And truly it does hurt. But ultimately, I think it hurts more to keep it inside than to get a hold of it. So mm-hmm. you know, that, that suppression. Right, so that, that goes to not denying Exactly. I think, yes, I think that's a very bad Okay. How should be approximately, uh, 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 okay. you know, roughly, you know, okay, twenty minutes or ten minutes. It's just that if you the mind, if your mind too restless, you cannot aware of the sensation in the body. When you feel your mind calm, you know, then you start your, your awareness becomes so sharp. So whatever pop up in the body, very quick, you you can observe. Okay, okay if no question, let's start now.